Right on. Hey, coach, how's it going, man? It's been a little while since we last chatted. It has been a while, man. It's uh, it's going great. Uh, as we were talking about before we press the record button, life is busy, but life is good. And it's so wonderful to be able to catch up and share some of the happenings with Race Mob and our running community and with both of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we often talk about this when we jump on a pod and we just catch up offline that, you know, we should just hit the record button and and let people behind the scenes a little bit because it's just fun to, to see how life is. And I know that you've been extremely busy the last couple of weeks traveling across the country, running marathons. Um, you know, give us give us a bit of an update since last time we talked to you. Uh, well, busy is all relative. I mean, we can, you're just as busy, you know, um, we're running, working, taking care of family, all those wonderful things. Um, but yes, let's see, July, um, marathon this past Sunday, which is really cool. How'd it go? Um, I know you were, you were gunning for PRs, you were gunning for, uh. In a way, we are not making this conversation (laughs) about Coach B. We are talking about the family of, uh, Race mob runners and two legit fitness runners, just our running community in general. We're at several people running the half marathon, full marathon, and the ultra marathon. Wow. Let's start off with uh, Jose Hippolito, um, one of our athletes. Um, I think he's joined up maybe four or five months ago. Um, he'd run half marathons, marathons before in the past. He was dealing with some injury history before he came to us. But uh, this kid has a fantastic work ethic. He has a very good social media following because he carries his GoPro and he films most of his runs, which is really cool. Great storyteller. And maybe two and a half months ago, it's like, hey, coach, what are your thoughts about San Francisco Marathon? I'm like, oh, man, with your fitness level, no problem. But it's like, no, I want to do the ultra. And I knew exactly <laughs> what it was talking about. I'm like, okay, then we need to pick up the telephone and and talk and really look at his long run buildup. So we went ahead and um, it wasn't just training for a marathon. It was training for back-to-back marathons, um, one starting at 11 uh, p.m. and the second one starting at 5.30 a.m. the following day. So we had to have training that mimicked what he was going to encounter on race day. So we put together some double days where he's running afternoon and evening, where he's running um, with sleep deprivation, um, running in some, he did a 2020. Huh. So running, you know, um, late morning or mid afternoon, 20 plus miles. And he came back and ran after midnight and wow. to a T, he wow. powered through the workouts, didn't do too much. <laughs> Um, and was mindful of conversation pace. So he was able to handle the training load, looking at the 80-20 endurance training principles, which helped him, I believe, uh, handle the load and give him enough rest so he can be fresh enough. Because just looking at the training itself, the total volume, would he have enough recovery Mm. time to be fresh and Mm. toe the lines in San Francisco? Knowing, again, we're not talking about a pancake flat course. We're talking about San Francisco with upwards of 4,000 feet of elevation gain, coupled with back-to-back marathons, sleep deprivation. Um, But he was able to get through the training and anything that we anticipate might happen on the course. We tried it as best as possible with nutrition, hydration, um, and couldn't be prouder of the kids. So congratulations, Jose. (laughs) We had several people who completed the marathon course. We'll talk about... Jaime Lopez and his cousin Miguel uh, up from Fresno. They got into town the day before on Saturday. 
saw them at the uh, post expo. We had dinner with them, which was really cool. But his uh, brother-in-law, Miguel, had participated in the L.A. Marathon, his first marathon in March of this year. And he finished it. And he probably felt that he could have trained a little bit more because he wasn't happy with just finishing a marathon. So he (laughs) sought out San Francisco. He told Jaime, one of our athletes, um, that we're going to do this race. So (laughs) the brother-in-law trained on his own. And I was asking those questions because our Jaime is training for the California International um, Ironman in October. Wow. And he's he's in marathon shape. And... You know, I, I just want to know, did his brother-in-law put in enough work to get him to the finish line quicker than L.A.? Because L.A. is a tough course. San Francisco, probably tougher. But um, I guess no but. He finished with almost a 30-minute PR. Wow. So um, it was good crazy. to see that Jaime <laughs> paying it forward and running shoulder to shoulder with his brother-in-law. Super cool. Um, another one of our podcast guests, Rebecca. Um, ran a course PR by 10 minutes. So super wow. cool as she's on her quest <laughs> to possibly go for a BQ effort at CIM um, wow. later this year in December. Um, we had several team members p- participate in the half marathon. We'll talk about uh, Coach Arena, who had nearly a 30-minute half marathon PR. Now, it's been Man. a while since she's run that distance, but just her fitness level has improved. Um, and That's she's a marathoner crazy. right now. She's in the midst of training for <laughs> Chicago in October <sighs> and CIM with the effort, with the intent on BQing in the next year or so. So she's really on a mission. <sighs> um, Joanne, who was five days post uh, COVID, uh, let's see, um, Kenneth, who's visually impaired. Um, I want our audience to really think about that. It's one thing to run. Um, it's another thing to run and be visually impaired, especially running a, a half marathon course or marathon course in San Francisco or anywhere else for that matter. Um, just hats off to Kenny for his determination. He was an athlete who was dealing with some injuries to kick off the year. Um, he listened to his body. He took upwards of a month and a half off to really heal and let the body reset. When you do that, it comes with a little bit of um, anxiety. How much um, cardio and aerobic capacity did he lose? And then gradually rebuilding it back, but realizing that he didn't lose as much as he thought, but most importantly, he was healthier so he could pick up the training. And then exponentially, his cardio came back and He's now, um, he made a good choice as he was signed up for the um, Marine Corps um, Marathon in October, but his bigger goal is to BQ. And as a visually impaired athlete, he needs to run under five hours. Mm -hmm. So with Marine Corps happening in October and CIM in December, we made the decision, what's more important, to experience a marathon in our nation's capital or did he want to BQ? He's like, Coach B, I want to BQ, so I'm going to go ahead and table um, defer to 2023 for Marine Corps and all, you know, all in for, uh, CIM. So we're helping along his, helping him along his training journey. Um, it's really cool as teammates, teammates will step up and be a guide runner for some of his training runs. Um, he also uh, belongs to an organization called Achilles where they provide race day guide runners as well. Kenneth recently hiked over 10 miles in Yosemite and swam, a good portion um, in Lake Tahoe. So um, <laughs> again, if you're looking for 
sources of motivation and inspiration. You don't have to go too far. And I'm sure some of these stories will be revisited in future podcasts or town hall Q&As. But, you know, a lot of us are in the midst of training and training during this time of the year in warmer temperatures, some cases in humidity and all that good stuff. We ask ourselves why. And Mm -hmm. to hear stories like that um, gives us some perspective to keep on pushing on. So, and I know um, know know Kenny's uh, signed up for the Goofy Challenge too. Yes. What what is that? What is that Goofy Challenge, Casey? Share with our our listeners. That's that's something a lot of people uh, strive to do. It's it's down in Disney World, um, Disney World Marathon, but it's a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, a full marathon. I think back to back to back to back days. So you know, and and I think the medals get more and more ridiculous i think they they get they get bigger and bigger (laughs) as you go so i mean kudos to kenny really i mean i think he's putting in so much effort so much work he's he's crushing it out there so that is that's fantastic yes and uh, speaking of crushing it one of the podcasts we recently recorded with uh, one of our athletes ingrid christensen um this is an individual who has been running every single day for like 800 plus days (laughs) you know um, someone who's lost, you know, at one point weighed over 300 pounds, wow. Um, wow. ran her first marathon in, uh, let's see here, August of last year, wow. and is now five marathons in. I was v- very fortunate, as we discussed on the podcast, which will be released in the coming weeks. Um, Big Sur Marathon with her, which was really cool, really enjoyed that experience. The course was challenging and very scenic, but running with her, and you get it to know somebody very well on a marathon in many ways. And she shared some wonderful, inspiring life stories. Um, and we're all rooting for her. So stay tuned for her podcast releasing in the next, uh, in August. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And what an incredible story and what a just bubbly, incredible personality. Um, really have gotten to know Ingrid over the last couple of races and, you know, some two legit events and, and just fantastic personality overall and i know she's actually the one pacing kenneth uh in in yes. disney world <laughs> in disney yes. world so again yes. paying it forward paying it forward which is incredible and you you know ingrid um and which will be shared on the podcast we can go in and say that now you know she's uh hearing impaired you know so mm-hmm. um you 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 can never take uh, circumstances uh, for for granted, and um, just appreciate people that have a little bit more um, t- to to work on, um, but still embracing their love of health and wellness, and not making any excuses, and putting their best foot forward. So, uh, hats off to Kenneth and to Ingrid. Speaking of personality, Coach Adam Duran. <laughs> I mean, this dude. I mean, you you saw him. We both saw him at the Stars and Strides race. Um, the first week of, of this month in July when this, um, that we're recording this, the, the last, last part of July. Um, yeah. What does that dude have, have going on and what can our <laughs> listeners, uh, look forward to at some point? Um, yeah. Coach Adam is on the move. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, he's definitely, you know, last time we chatted, he's, he's got the, his book. He's been working on this book for a while. I know he was working on it last year. He's been talking about it. Um, and just, you know, we call him Mr. Motivation because that is exactly what he is. He is a motivational speaker. He motivates everybody that chats with him. I mean, this guy is fantastic. His book, I mean, he reads basically nonstop, night and day. Um, and so live Life on Purpose. I mean, the Adam Durant book, um, just such an incredible read. Um, go out there, get it, 
Um, we've been talking behind the scenes about potentially helping him out with the audio book portion. So, you know, right now available on paperback, um, go get it, go get it. Yeah. Um, buzzing on Amazon, saw him yesterday (laughs) at the community run with our friends at Lululemon. He led one of the, uh, the pace groups full of energy. Man, what did I say? Uh, like, uh. Uh, uh, verbal caffeine, right? <laughs> this dude right. is on fire. <laughs> so positive. Yeah. So freaking positive. So motivated and very humble. Um, looks like he has some TED Talks being lined up. Wow. Um, has a wow. publicist. And, you know, he could be on the motivational speaker circuit um, locally and potentially nationally. He's he's trending that way. So um, one of our own homegrown East Side San Jose law enforcement of nearly 30 years, avid runner, Boston Marathon finisher, and an overall good dude um, that is just out there spreading a ton of positivity. And uh, yeah, we, we look forward to um, podcast number two for him, for sure. <laughs> Speaking about being on the circuit, Coach, uh, and, and don't let me let you uh, off the hook with the uh, San Francisco Marathon. I do want to hear how you uh, did. I know you were gunning for it, um, but you've also been traveling quite a bit behind the scenes. You got some things lined up um, in the coming weeks as well. I mean, you know, let our audience in on on what's going on behind the scenes and what happened on San Fran- <laughs> at the San Francisco Marathon for you. All right. Let's since we you, you kind of let that cat <laughs> out of the bag. Um, I ran the San Francisco Marathon. Um, this past Sunday, uh, marathon number 66. Um, I went into that race with no expectation. In fact, I was probably leaning into downgrading to the half marathon. Um, Reason being, I was um, flying back from North Carolina. We'll talk a little bit more about that trip with our friends, uh, something, a project with our friends at 8020 Endurance. Um, I got in, let's see, very late Friday morning, technically around 1 a.m. on Saturday. Um, and at the expo, I'm, I said, I'm going to make the decision there. And I knew that the legs didn't feel too tired. Um, the time zone change, I think, worked in my favor. And again, by having really no expectations other than kind of getting to the finish line, um, it took off that pressure that sometimes we'll put on ourselves. I didn't make a big proclamation. I'm going to shoot for a BQ. <laughs> I'm going to try to course PR. I just kind of kept it to myself and figured I would run based on feel. Mm-hmm. I was in Corral B, started off with Rebecca. Um, she did, she was, was going for a course PR. Mm-hmm. Um, and I figured I would just run and maybe get to the halfway point and reassess. And I felt good at the halfway point, um, and managed a 10 minute course PR. So proud of that. Wow. Didn't necessarily wake up thinking that was going to happen, <laughs> but it was n- nice, a nice, uh, takeaway, but seeing all those other runners, Across the finish line. Perfect running weather. Love San Francisco. It was my first marathon in 2012. I worked in that city for 15 years off and on, so it has a very special place in my heart. Um, and I couldn't have asked for a better uh, start, middle, and end to that day, um, mostly because of how everyone else um, just was grateful being able to run. Go back a year ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, live races weren't happening. San Francisco Marathon didn't happen in July of last year. Yeah. It happened in September, but there were no live races happening in North, uh, Northern California a year ago. And now they've become the norm. I had, I, you know, in my social media posts sharing about my San Francisco Marathon experience, it was mostly about, hey team, kind of pump the brakes here. Take a time to reflect 
and remember what was happening or not happening a year ago. Yes, we are still dealing with COVID. Um, yes, there's been a spike. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are a lot of our uh, members of our community that have navigated or are dealing with or are on the other side of COVID. Um, everyone, please be safe. And, you know, we highly suggest getting boosted and vaxxed up um, and all that other necessary stuff so we can still have our freedoms like we do right now and be healthy. Um, but yeah, a year ago was a much different world um, in, re- in, regards, in regards to um, endurance sports. And now, you know, we're putting races on our calendar, you know, every other weekend and rooting people on to personal milestones, um, people use, utilizing our website and search engine to find their races. You, maybe you can speak to that a little bit more. I know we've touched on it before in the past, but it's really good to see people out there um, having fantastic experiences pre-race, during the race, and post-race, and looking forward to like the San Jose Rock and Roll Half Marathon that we're involved in, um, and a big group of us looking to close out the year in Sacramento at California International Marathon. So we'll be hearing more about those particular events as they're kind of marquee events that people have been training for in the fourth quarter uh, to end the year. Incredible, incredible. And congrats on a 10-minute PR on that course. I mean, difficult course to begin with. I know you run it pretty much every year. So, you know, we're not saying like, hey, this is a 10 minutes from, you know, from from 10 years ago. This is this is you are in shape. You are in shape, my friends. Every time I, I see you, I'm I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I'm going the opposite way. I need to to pull it back. I need to bring it back together. You ran a race um, to start off this 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 uh, month, you know, Stars and Strides. You but, were out there. But you know? you're crushing it. You're crushing it. Thank and you. Kudos. Thank you. Kudos to you. All right. Let's, Thank you. Let's hear. Where have you been traveling to? I mean, uh, to yeah, I was in about- North Carolina, yeah. Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> My first time really ex- um, experiencing that city. I was there on invite and in request of eighty twenty endurance. Um, there in the midst of. Um, rolling out a coaching certification um, that has been highly sought after domestically and internationally. So I was asked to come out and film part of the curriculum and speak from a coach's voice. And I was there with a couple of other coaches. So it was a wonderful opportunity for me to network. More importantly, to listen and soak up so much knowledge and information nuggets and and coaching um, examples and philosophies and strategies and Mm. what has worked, what hasn't worked, the latest and greatest um, methodology as it relates to 80-20 endurance and other. Um, so it was a wonderful experience. You know that me being behind the camera is not always, it's, it, it's a, um, doesn't come natural for me. That may surprise some because I love to talk, but I love <laughs> to talk about other people's journeys, share other people's journeys. This here, um, I'm fine with, but when I'm the focal point, um, sometimes I just need to s- take a deep breath and realize that I'm speaking from a point of um, personal experience, athlete experience, my own personal experience as a runner. Um, that if you don't know it all, it's okay. There's opportunity to um, to learn, and I learned a lot, and I felt um, very grateful to be part of that unique experience. And that city is wonderful mm. from a culinary standpoint, um, from a cultural standpoint. Um, the Southern hospitality is on point in, in Charlotte, <laughs> the food, I did get my barbecue fix and peach yeah. cobbler and apple cobbler fix for sure. <laughs> I was sure. going to ask, I was going to ask. Yes, yeah. I did. I did. I knew I must carb loading, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, you had a marathon coming um, up. So. <laughs> thank you, Matt Fitzgerald. Yeah. Um, thanks uh, to one of our fe- fellow coaches of color initiative, uh, board members, um, 
Angelina Ramos. It was wonderful to meet her in person. What a wealth of knowledge. Um, passionate. This is somebody who ran competitively at Florida State and is now the, um, the head coach at Ball State University, uh, cross country and track and field, um, a woman of color and is doing wonderful things. If you have, if you haven't, um, you aren't following the coaches of color Instagram handle. Um, there's a lot of really cool content. Um, and there was a, uh, Instagram live this evening where she right. had, uh, a, a coach on there, um, who's doing some really cool stuff. So, um, and I just left there with a lot more, um, knowledge that I feel that our athletes, our community will benefit from and being able to have some of those people that I met, uh, come on potentially in a podcast or a town hall Q and a, um, and anytime we can look at ways to keep our athletes engaged, yeah. uh, keep them healthy by being mindful of the training load. Um, if there are ways that we can help them recover quicker, uh, if there are ways we can help them with mindset, um, that's, that's good for everybody. So I, I left with some some uh added things for our biggest takeaways biggest takeaways from from those days what what were some of some of your favorites uh let's see here one would be there's so much focus on intensity and consistency we we need consistency yeah intensity is relevant but in doses but the emphasis on rest and recovery where that can be a game changer on the collegiate level, on the competitive high school level, and on the pro level, um, and where conversation pace runs, even with the pros, that that is a constant. And with the everyday runner, the blue collar runner, sometimes we get caught in, am I running fast enough? When can I push? Looking pace-based and higher intensity-based and PR, drive, drive, push, 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 push. Again, falling back on the 80-20 endurance principles where 80% of the effort, the volume is at lower intensity pace versus where most runners are in this middle space zone right here, the moderate zone, the gray zone, um, that that formula really works. Um, and even with, let's see, in, in speaking with um, Coach Angelina, um, even at the competitive uh, collegiate level, um, athletes still are dealing with confidence issues from time to time. So a coach's role is not always in the X's and O's. Sometimes you, we can play the role of a life coach and helping keep the athlete um, uh, supported with uh, balancing priorities and staying motivated, um, that that can have a positive impact on the overall uh, training. So um, those are some some uh, takeaways or validation because I feel we do some of that um, well right now. Incredible. Very, very fun. I mean, and and talk to our audience. Where are you going next? And I know you got a trip lined up next week as well. <laughs> yes. For those of you who listen to um, the Bolt, the, let's see, uh, Austin, Austin Endeavor Run um, podcast, um, the next leg of that uh, training cap is going to be where you spend some time in Colorado. You grew up in Colorado. You went to school in Boulder, correct? That's right. That's right. Yeah, so yeah. Boulder, Boulder, Colorado, Endeavor Run 2022. The, let's see, the th fourth through the seventh, I'll be there the third through the eighth. 
um, 40 plus athlete and coaches. Wow. We have some uh, people who participated in the U.S. trials, participated in the world trials, huh. uh, people who are former Olympians. So again, as a as an athlete, I'm going there and just as a like a kid in a candy store, <laughs> um, seeing people that I followed um, and being able to have one on one conversations with um, runners that live, you know, uh, in other parts of the United States that are just coming there to get a different perspective. Uh, maybe to rediscover their inner athlete, uh, maybe looking to level up and have those milestone breakthroughs as it relates to the half marathon, marathon, um, and stay injury free. I mean, all of us are not, you know, we're not in in grade school. You know, we we have some <laughs> life experience and we can still be the healthiest versions of ourselves in our 20s. 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. And when I was in Austin, we had a wide range of all fitness levels and age levels there, um, ranging from, let's see, uh, late teens into late 60s. And they're all out there crushing it. So, and it'll be some people who will be coming back and our own Ingrid um, will be making the trek as well. So really looking forward to it. Um, Next week, hard to believe that it's, it's, it's here. And you'll see me wearing the Endeavor Run Austin shirt right now, cool and comfortable by Tracksmith. So <laughs> name dropping there. <laughs> well, I hope you like Boulder. Um, you know, Colorado is such a beautiful state. Um, should be a lot of fun. I'm sure you'll go on tons of trail runs. It's it's beautiful out there. So yeah, the high um, yeah. the elevation. Yeah, how long? In, you know, could you live there? And you've been back. Um, how long? Does it take to acclimate? Oh, yeah. I don't think you'll acclimate during the time. Well, you you might. I mean, just you just got to take it a little bit slower. I mean, that's right. that's mm-hmm. just that's just how it is. You know, the lungs um, burn a little bit different. Um, it's it's both the altitude and the dry air. I mean, I think it's just because uh, it's so dry. You know, just not as humid. You'll feel it. Your lungs will start burning. You will start feeling it. But I mean, you're in great shape. You'll do fine. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not Thank worried you. about you. And you, you mentioned uh, traveling. I, I do want to shout out another one of our athletes, uh, Nicole, who earlier this month traveled to the great state of Minnesota wow. to complete her 52nd marathon wow. as part of her all 50 states. And I think she's approaching 18, 19 different states. But uh, yeah, shout out to her. She's um, She's crushing it. So that's, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I know that there are a number of, of two legit folks. There's a number of people that are going for 50 States. Um, I talked to Patrick the other day and he's, he's trying to do the, um, a half in, in all 50 States. So, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I know, uh, tons of you, (laughs) tons of people working towards that goal, which is fantastic. And you've been paying it forward. You have, uh, as a board member for the coaches of color initiative, um, why don't you share with our listeners um, how this particular month, July, has been uh, very important and poignant for you in mentoring somebody? Well, well, yeah. I mean, I think, um, you know, one of the, the best parts about being a board member on the Coasters of Color Initiative is to actually be able to mentor um, our award recipient, right? So Jessica, um, has she, she was our um, grantee back in December, and uh, this was my month to check in, see how she's doing, 
answer questions, um, help her with her business, help it get off the ground and, and get started. And I think as we've talked about before, right, I, I see myself as um, a coach of coaches, maybe, or a coach of, of people trying to sm- start small businesses and not necessarily, you know, a, an endurance coach myself, but but how can I help? How can I help with the technology side? How can I help set the business up? How can I help them think a little bit um, about the future and what's coming? So been a fantastic month. I think we've really talked through, you know, the ins and outs of her business, what's working well for her. Um, she's coaching uh, 20-some athletes, which is fantastic. Wow. Um, yeah, and and has a, a great process by which she communicates them with them through, you know, Google spreadsheets and uh, really interested to, to learn more about, you know, what's that back and forth look like? How do you, you know, plan for additional um you know, training runs, how do you kind of consolidate and, and make sure that you can see everything all in one place? And um, and then also, how do you th- start thinking about, you know, growing and expanding the business beyond one-on-one coaching? Something you and I, Coach, have, have talked uh, numerous times about, right? It's the how do you create content that can help more and more people? How can you help, you know, uh, how, how can you help take all of the questions, all of the learnings, all of the other things that each of your athletes has been um, gathering during their one-on-one time with you and help create content that can help, you know, more and more people. So um, a lot of fun um, across the board. And I think a lot of things that we'll, we will take back into the race mob coaching business as well. So um, offline, I'll talk to you, coach. We've got uh, a number of things um, working behind the scenes, um, in the coaching business. So, um, I think a lot of, a lot of fun things to come up to come in the next months. So, I mean, I yes. think fun in both ways, right? I think fun and, and we've showed her, you know, a little bit of what we're doing, how we get people onto the website, how we're thinking about, um, quizzes and funnels and those things. And then she's shown us, you know, a little bit about, about what she's looking at as a coach. So, um, really, really fun, fun month. Altogether. Awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, speaking of uh, sharing and um, meaningful, relevant content, uh, we've had some additions to our blog. So if you have the opportunity, team, to go to our website, uh, racemob.com, and look on the uh, bottom half of the panel. And we have some really good blogs, informative. Um, a lot of the questions that we get on a regular basis, some of them will be answered in those blogs, and you'll have the opportunity to engage with me and some of our other partners in helping you get uh questions answered um that are impacting your health and wellness journey yeah and and kudos to you um you know for for taking time writing content i think you've been working with gabrielle behind the scenes as well to make sure that these things are are posted and and up and online but i mean you guys have have really taken all this knowledge all this institutional knowledge from you know over a decade of of running and helped put pen to paper and make that available so um really really awesome stuff guys. I mean, I think, um, fantastic. And, and hopefully it's helping more and more people as we, as we go along. Um, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Time is flying by, man. I mean, um, just to, to, to share, a, a milestone, um, something we're very proud of is that, um, in the last week or so, it was the fourth year anniversary of hammer time. Wow. Our weekly speed workout that happens Wednesdays, um, early morning, and, um, you know, we've had, uh, you know, at least as many as seven people as, and as much as 30 plus out there cool. every single through the pandemic. We took a bit of a break at the peak of the pandemic, um, but it's been wonderful. And uh, we're seeing new faces every week, which is really cool. And thanks to uh, our community members that feel that we're providing meaningful, relevant 
engaging um, training workouts that are helping you um, with your fitness. And um, we will look to uh, do a better job of sharing some of those workouts. And typically we're posting on social media, a bit of a recap. So if anyone wants to know what we're doing, where you can mimic some of those workouts, please feel free to follow the Race Mob and or Too Legit uh, Instagram handle. Um, and there may be a time when we will have a little bit more video content um, and maybe share those workouts in advance. So we've done that before in the past. And just let us know how we can best help you guys. Um, you know, we have a lot of workouts. We have training plans available on our website where, that are self-navigated. Or if you're looking for an accountability coach, we can help you. Um, doesn't mean you need to, you know, retain us as your, your coach. Um, those services are available. Um, but there's a lot of um, advice that we're happy to give you just because your health and wellness, your success on the trail, on the track, on the road is our success. So we want to be there for you and where our ambassador team will be rolled out. You know, we're still working behind the scenes. We're uh, swag uh, designs. We're seeing some really, really cool stuff. Um, and we'll be making some announcements here in regards to um, our ambassador team yeah. as we are. Um, helping other organizations with their ambassador needs as well. So um, some really cool stuff. We'd like to shout out Luke um, and his wife, Julie, on the birth of their second uh, baby girl. Wow. So congratulations to our team, <laughs> um, our, you know, our friends with Bay Area Run Crew, um, the founder uh, and lead person. So congratulations, Luke. Incredible, incredible. Yeah, and, and as Bertrand alluded to, a lot of, a lot, a lot of work behind the scenes. Um, you know, I, I, I don't want to divulge too much and get yeah. people too excited. But mm -hmm. but one of the things, as you mentioned, we are looking to field an ambassador team. Um, I think, you know, Race Mob, Too Legit as well, was founded on this principle of the more friends that you can have on race day, the better, right? How can we make that race day experience more fun, more personal, um, just, just overall seeing friendly faces there? And so... You know, I think that that if we think back to our first races and, and going to the start line and not really knowing anybody and, you know, being a little bit timid, that's kind of what we want to help solve. So looking for people who, you know, are, are willing to be that friendly face on race day, are willing to, you know, be kind of that beacon and, and meet new people and say hi, um, you know, build those relationships with race directors and, um, and, and let them know, you know, what we're about. And, and in return, I think, you know, lots of discounts, lots of, you know, gear that we can give, um, you know, free race entries and, and other things that we can, we can work towards. So um, if you're interested at all, just reach out directly, uh, Bertrand at racemob.com, Kevin at racemob.com. I mean, we're looking for interested parties to, to come in and say, yeah, uh, you know, let me, let me figure out how I can help out and, uh, and, and let's build this thing together. So I think a lot of fun to be had. Yeah. Well said, brother. Well said, Casey. And let us know what type of content you'd like to see from us. Is it more podcast, um, our YouTube channel, um, more blogs, um, town hall Q and A's, um, us sharing what races that we're going to be at or our, um, marquee races, preferred races, things along those lines we, we can do it, um, you know, making sure we're getting you any promo codes we've been able to garner all those things, but lots of things happening. Um, and some we, we can't all share right now, you know, so. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, with that, I think let's sign off coach. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let people, um, let let's say goodbye to people let them wanting more and uh and hopefully in the next couple of weeks let's jump back on 
let people know of, of some of the exciting news that's that's um, about to launch. So um, thank you so much, Coach. Really appreciate you being on this podcast. And uh, and I'll catch all of you guys real soon. Yeah, great job. Looking forward to um, yeah more milestones, team. Lots of work. You guys are working <laughs> hard. So giving you lots of props. Rest is important. Sleep is important. Um, hydration, nutrition, all those things are key components. As much as we focus on the, the actual workouts themselves, getting in the volume, that other stuff is just as important. So um, you keep doing those basics. And again, if we can help you in some way, let us know. You know, reach out and uh, we'll certainly make ourselves available. Until next time, team, keep on running. <laughs>